right, hello, and thank you for joining us on a new episode of Why Theory. I am, as always, one of your co-hosts, Ryan Engley, joined this time by Todd McGowan, live and in color and in person. We're in the same place at the same time, recording next to each other. Todd, how are you? I'm good, Ryan. It's the first time, so it's very thrilling for me. Very thrilling for me as well. Uh, Today, this is another uh, listener-requested episode, and we are talking about, Todd? Rupture. Talking about rupture. So, uh... Where do we start with something like this? Well, I think the the figure today that... I mean, I think Hegel is the inventor of rupture, but okay. we always talk about Hegel. Sure. And so <laughs> um, why don't we talk about the figure? I thought maybe we would divide it relatively in two between Alain Badiou mm-hmm. and Slavoj Žižek, both of whom have really introduced... I'm not sure that they use the term that much. Yeah, yeah. But I think the idea of rupture is definitely... Uh, I mean, most prominent probably in Badu, but then, of course, for, for Zizek as well. Yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. So um, with Badu, instead of, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, but the rough equivalent for rupture would be event. Right, exactly. Okay, exactly. and, and, and uh, Badu is, is a philosopher of the event, uh, meaning he is a philosopher of... Uh, who who allows and aspires to think the radical act, that which can fundamentally change a prevailing situation or epoch. And right, there's not right. not every philosopher uh, thinks this way. But so, what's the significance right. about thinking the event? Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I I, um, I feel like he doesn't for him the, the the choice. You said act, and it's interesting mm. that he doesn't use the term act, but mm. use the term event because he thinks the event almost happens to us interesting that we don't we, there's no there's no author of the event mm-hmm. there's there's disciples of the event okay. who are faithful like he's big on the fidelity to the event like mm-hmm. he feels himself as someone faithful to the event of may 1968 right and he even has said i'm not even sure if it's an event or not mm. because it's retroactively created as an event by the fidelity of the disciples so right, that it's right a, right so that it's a it's an interesting kind of way of thinking, not in terms of a subject acting, but mm-hmm. a subject being faithful after the fact. And the, and the event just, it almost happens in history. You know, yeah. I, I guess there are certain things that make it possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, and, and I mean, I know there are certain things that make it possible, but I'm, I mean, certain historical congruences that make it possible, mm-hmm. but. It certainly can't be your agency that that accomplishes it. Right, right. That's really interesting. Uh, so before we get too far into this, um, I want to do a, a a quick definition of the term for anyone listening. So like we're we're not talking about event because this is where I've put the the episode. Um, but it makes sense when we're talking about a do. But what do we mean when we say <laughs> what do we talk about when we talk about rupture? So rupture is a radical. I think you said this a mm-hmm. radical break mm-hmm. that then. After that point, things are fundamentally different okay. in the social order, maybe in the whole universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, universes, sure. broadly, sure. social universe. Uh, I don't know. Does that does that seem like? Would you want to add something? I think that? it's a good working de- definition. I think I'll give um, a. I mean, I think like maybe filmic examples or or. Uh, I mean, May, May 68 um, in France, obviously, that's a very good historical yeah. uh, example. I mean, the French Revolution is one that, like... That dude really likes that. Really likes example. that one. Yeah, yeah. The other example that I, you know, I think is maybe the best example for mm-hmm. him is is the Pauline Christian Revolution. Yeah. So he takes Paul, and he loves this 
Galatians 3.28, where Paul says, neither Jew nor Greek. Yeah. Because that, for Badu, bespeaks the universality of the mm-hmm. event. And, mm-hmm. and he thinks that's the other thing about the event and the rupture, is that it has to apply to everyone universally. Right. It can't just be like, oh, our particular little group mm-hmm. has changed things, yeah. but it's just for us, and sorry, sure. you can't. And that's why he thinks... That Nazism cannot be an event right. because it's so particular in its and and so it's and 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 Slavoj, we're going to get to him. Like he talks about the fact that you know that famous line he says about Hitler, mm-hmm. and he's talking about Hitler and Gandhi, and he got in a lot of right, trouble right, for right, that right, when right. he said the problem with Hitler was he wasn't violent enough. Yeah. I think what he meant was Nazism wasn't a rupture, like it, Nazism sure. just kind of kept things going, whereas... It's a regressive, like, yeah. It, in the same way that 9-11 is not a a rupture, even though it did fundamentally, in some way, it, well, fundamentally change American society, but it did not do so much as just, like, restoke already existing racisms right. and and, and uh, fears of, 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 of others. And, yeah, yeah, that I mean, that, it's an interesting question for Badu, whether there can... I mean, he says, absolutely not. There can't be a reactionary yeah. event. Mm-hmm. But could there be a reactionary rupture? It's interesting. I would say not, but but Badu's reasoning for that, he doesn't have... I mean, he doesn't have any reasoning yeah, for sure, it. Sure. He just thinks it. But I think underlying mm-hmm. it is... This idea that history, and I think this is questionable. Okay. This idea that history is progressive. Like oh, okay. there can't be. It's attending toward it's in tending, almost like an upward era. Right. It's yeah. tending towards sort of more equality, more freedom, more solidarity. Okay. And so that's why the event is always going in that way. Hmm. Okay. But also, sorry, I'm just going to say, but no, also no. I think the universality of the event means that it's. Pro- I don't know, progressive is kind of a maybe the wrong word, but yeah. emancipatory. Would probably yeah, be the right. Word. Because the point is that, I mean, why the like the Holocaust is an event for anybody who's not actually involved in it. Like it's it's for I think it's it's like an it's a, an event retroactive for history. It's not something that. I think part of in in Baju's thinking is that like the um, the event has to raise up the lowest among us. That's the universality of right. it. It has to come from a position of exclusion. I mean, the French Revolution being the the example, like it, you know, the 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 proletariat rising up, right? Like you know, right. the French as a class of people seeing themselves like as one rising up against the, you know, the monarchy and the, the, the bourgeoisie like that, that you, you can see very, very easily in that, that there, that there is an event. No, it's absolutely right. Whereas in Holocaust, there's no such, there's yeah. no, there's no one's rising up. And, yeah. and, and I feel like you're, you're the way you put it is really, is really good because the, for him, you know, his his other idea of event and situ- there's the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the situation always has within it a position that cannot that is a position of that can't be articulated mm-hmm. within the situation, mm-hmm. and that for him is the location of a potential event, right? Gotcha. And so, just like you said, like the pro like the proletariat or mm-hmm. the whatever the group is that's in the oppressed, yeah. the non articulatable point within mm-hmm. the situation. That's where the event can rise up, and then and then that is the and I think it, as we've been talking about, we've been saying event, but I think that is the rupture, right? Yeah, I was so, just going to ask you, yeah, what would be if there's a difference between a notion of rupture and a notion of event? What what would it be? Well, I think that it seems to me like the, it, it's almost a kind of a stress, you know, between oh, nice. the stress on the negation, like rupture seems to say. Mm-hmm. 
we're negating something that's, mm-hmm. and then it's out of the negation. And whereas event, it's more like we're creating something positively. And, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think it's an accident that Badu is a philosopher, not of the negative, right? Yeah, He's yeah. much more a positive philosopher. I, I think that's totally right. And I think it goes further with, with Badu, you get the sense that um, like the, the event changing the, the, the situation, the, the consequences that unfurl from something like um, uh, not, well, not the, the storming of the Bastille. Okay. Right. Like the, the, the consequences that radiate out from that, the event becomes um, like it saturates the situation Absolutely. and, and then the situation is something else. So rupture would seem to connote to me a more, radical break um that is all, all like contains within it this notion of that which cannot ever be incorporated into right. the situation right. that would sort of be that would sort of be maybe my difference between rupture and event like event fundamentally changes the situation eventually becomes completely subsumed saturated within it and the rupture presents something from which maybe change does occur but there is it, it maintains um a, a valence a sense of that which could never be uh, incorporated in a prevailing yeah, situation yeah that's perfect I think yeah. that's perfect because I, I mean, it would be interesting to talk to, to Elena about this question mm-hmm. because I think it's, you know, I, I think he does believe that eventually events run out of steam. Yeah, I think that's you know, true. And I think that's what you're getting yeah, at, right? Yeah. Like, like the, because I almost think like he, I, I said earlier that the Pauline event mm-hmm. was his model event, yeah. but I almost think, and of course, uh, religion is not one of his truth procedures. So it's a mm. weird thing that he uses Paul as the example mm-hmm. when he there he has four truth procedures where events mm-hmm. can take place. So that's what a truth procedure is. So right. it's, an, it's a it's an area in society or the world where a, where an event can occur. And mm-hmm. so it's art. Mm-hmm. So like modern art would be Picasso would be an event. Sure, sure. It's 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 politics. So you've given the French Revolution mm-hmm. example. It's science. So it'd be like the Galilean Revolution. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one is the interesting it's, one, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's love. And yeah. so it's, and it's, and, and I think he thinks of love, I know he does, as between two people. So it's a love event yeah, is not that between. That is a very local. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like we can have a menage a trois yeah, and we yeah. all get together and love each other. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I know you've been in situations where people have found that pretty controversial. Yeah, no, it's true. But, yeah. I find that 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 it in certain sense it provides a nice model for what you were earlier describing yeah. because love often tends to wear out, yeah, right? Like yeah. you get used to the per- you know, yeah, unlike right. me, I have to have an exceptional person who doesn't let me get used to her. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I think I'm just kidding. I mean, a lot of people have those people, but um, but it it is. Don't you think it's true that that often happens? My 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 time limit used to be six months. Like at six months, I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like loves this event is is running seven, course. Seven year itch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seven yeah. year itch. Yeah. So, so I think that idea that the event can run its course, mm-hmm. whereas the rupture, mm-hmm. I don't think like what yeah. the rupture introduces. Mm-hmm. Doesn't run its course, right? And I wonder if we could talk about the difference. I don't know. I just want you to react. To oh that yeah, no, I like that a lot because I, I think that well, that's I think that's firmly psychoanalytic. I'm going to take a line from uh, Joan Kopchak, as I and you and I both <laughs> often do, is that um, psychoanalytic, psychoanalytic theory and thinking is um, a wound to thought that must constantly be reinflicted, yeah. and. W- what is I think that that's such a great point. It's by her. such yeah, a great yeah. point by her, and I think that's. Um, 
that's in this notion of rupture that is maybe not in this notion of event. Yeah. Like, it, it, if, an, if an event can run out, if it can run its course, if it can become, if it can saturate a situation or if it can become exhausted. I mean, these are different terms. I don't want to make them all yeah. similar, but they connote different things. But, you know, if you can think about it that way, um, and you think about a rupture as something that we take a little bit from, but the full... Learn. I think it maybe in that way the Holocaust would be a rupture and not maybe, an event. Maybe because as yeah. we've talked about on this podcast, that the lesson from that, which um, is constantly, uh, well, consistently a problem, is that like oh, it was bad people doing really really bad things, yeah. and that's what happened. Not that like there is a part of the political spectrum which people can get to. Um, thinking that they are neither racist nor nor yeah. nor bigot, you know that they're just they just want what they want. But there is a place in the political spectrum where these kinds of ideas can be articulated, and where this kind uh, where that leads to a um, a kind of action that we are seeing. You know, I mean, now, uh, you know, so 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 you cannot learn that idea because the, the maybe maybe that's the, the idea with like uh with democracy being what it is is if it's fr- premised on this idea that we need to listen to you know quote both sides or all sides or whatever yeah. you have to repress the idea that there is a part of one side the right that tends that will tend toward here and we cannot learn this lesson so it needs to be reduced to the particular these were people these were bad people who did bad things and as long as we don't have those kinds of people in in power, then that won't happen. Whereas what the actual rupture in thought that, that, that which cannot be incorporated is that we need to do away with this entire political spectrum. Yeah. And yeah. we need to find a way to articulate a politics where that right section cannot, it just it cannot be articulated. Yeah. I find that a fascinating, I don't want to go too far afield, but I find that such a fascinating example because the, the rupture of the hall, what you're really saying is, yeah. We didn't register the rupture yeah. of the Holocaust, so yeah. then is it a yeah. rupture at all? Yeah, because, yeah, that's interesting. Because yeah. I would say what you're basically saying is we have to recognize the danger of particularism yeah. because that yeah. is the Nazi project. Is yeah. a, I mean, and, and what's odd is it was interpreted mm-hmm. theoretically as the opposite. opposite like, yeah. oh, Nazism, the danger is too much universality when, right. in fact, like— it was very clear, like Alfred Rosenberg is very clear that the danger of the Jew is their, you know, and Hitler too. Yeah. The danger of the Jew is the Jew's universality. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're the anti-race. It's not yeah. that they're a. Ra- I mean, I think that's a very very key thing about mm-hmm. Nazism. It's not that they're a race. It's that they're an anti. They don't have their own thing, yeah. so they're parasitical on mm-hmm. all other races. Right, right, right. So right. it's. I think we just haven't. So if it, I, I take your point that it should have been a rupture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a yeah, rupture. But, but I, I do just yeah. to get back to this idea that the event is the affirmative and mm-hmm. the rupture is the negative. And the negative, yeah. And that it. I love back to Jones' line. I love the idea that it, that the rupture can take something from yeah, us. It yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't give yeah. it. And I think. Again, I think this is different for Badu because mm-hmm. for Badu, the event gives us, it's like a, a almost a gift from the gods. Mm. It gives us something. And then we're, and, and even the term fidelity, it's like, it's you know, it's like, a, it's like God's gift to us and then we're going to be faithful to well, it. Well, that also is in the idea if, and I mean, I think it's interesting, like the idea of like the event happens to us, yeah. but it's, it's, it, it is in that, like it's a gift from the gods. It, it, you know, it's like we, we, we've talked before about Rafael Nadal, like, like it, it him being great at tennis it comes through him it's like he's not doing it yeah. he happens to be the vessel through which this like kind of perfection and this art and, yeah. and sport comes through but it, it is um it it sort of uh it socializes 
cause to the point that no one has done it. Oh, you know, and yeah. like and and like there's not a prime mover in that yeah. situation, yeah. and and maybe there's not. I mean, like things rise because of sentiment. And and, but, yeah. and I wonder again if it's love that's driving his thinking yeah. because it's the best example. And I and it's so funny that like. It is the best example, and it is also that which undermines like the other three truth well, procedures. But it undermines the whole theory yeah. because it's not universal, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. You're talking about it as strict. Like the the thing that is universal from it. Like I mean, I, I've I've often gone to that truth procedure to explain what um, Baju means by by the event, which is like when you fall in love. You know everything changes for you. Like you know who, like the like the 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 you know the when Harry met Sally line. You're the last person I want to uh, speak to before I go to bed. And you're the first person I want to see in the morning. You know, yeah. like that's that sort it's of thing. So sweet. It's so <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so great. Like um and and like like everything that you that you want to do has now like radically changed its axis. It has become out like like from you like you're not acting you know selfish selfishly anymore you should be acting selflessly and you know in consideration of the other yeah. person yeah. it's a perfect articulation of that perfect. idea yeah. but because it's so particular <laughs> it undermines the like that is not the, it almost undermines the theory of the event <laughs> because that's not in any way similar to the french revolution right. so how how does Bajou square that circle? I maybe for listeners who haven't read, like how so how does he account for that? Because obviously he's aware of that. Yeah. Um, so how does Baju account for that? And then uh, I don't know how do, how do we move forward from that? And like, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say that I think I'll, I'll talk about that in one second. But I think that the reason why he the reason why he includes love and almost finds his inspiration for the event in love is mm-hmm. because. It, there's no agent in love, yeah, right? Like, okay, okay. you fall... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he even makes, loves that, like, tombe... Sense. Like, the French and the English are the two languages where it's tombe on amour and, and fall Falling in love. Off. So, you're, like, you're falling yeah. and you can't... There's something beyond your control, just mm-hmm. like the event. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could say the Russian Revolution was Lenin's agency. Like, yeah, I mean, and it, I think it's probably true that if Lenin didn't exist, the Russian Revolution wouldn't have happened, right? Interesting, okay, and yeah. Whereas there's no one, like, no one made Badu fall in love with one of his wives, yeah, right? Like, yeah, that right, right, just, right. it didn't, like, it just... It didn't it, happen. It, something, like... Some, something else happened. Some other force yeah. came over him. And so I think that's... In, and, and the question is, does he square the circle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does, he, does he reconcile the particular... And I think what he would say is... Well, love isn't universal, obviously, in the sense that mm-hmm. because I'm just in love with my one person, I'm not mm-hmm. in love with everyone. Yeah. So he's not saying, for instance, right? <laughs> right, our, right, our right, cons- right. my constant point of reference. On yeah. This podcast. Right, right. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but, but he, and I think he believes with Freud that if you love, my love's too precious of a thing to mm-hmm. give away to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel like he thinks that seeing two people in love mm-hmm has a universal effect on everyone. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it like opens up the possibility of love for everyone mm-hmm. so that it's not so that e- even though it is particular in one sense, it's universal in another sense. It's interesting. It's saying like, Oh, you can have this too. Right. Right. So it isn't. Yeah. Okay. So it's not that like one falling in love is not like, you know, you can fall in love with someone who your family does not like. Right. right? You know, so it doesn't. So that that uh, sentiment, that rise in feeling doesn't have to affect everybody. However, it is a truth universally acknowledged that everyone will fall in love. Like, I think that that's sort yeah. of. Yeah. 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 Or, a, kill, or, or has the ability the capacity to. to. Right, yeah, right, right. 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 
Right, which is why the term asexual should not probably be used, right? Okay, let's, 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 I said that, not Brian Hendley yeah. did not say that. Um, okay. That's pretty funny. Uh, uh, I was, by the way, assaulted, in a, not assaulted, but like verbally critiqued for saying that in the class. Anyway, um, yeah. but whatever. Uh, I, I do think, though, that, that the thing you just said is not mm-hmm. as interesting about love. The fact that your family doesn't like yeah. it. Actually, is proof of its universality. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, that's. Okay. I think he would say that. Like yeah. it, it. Like and and that you can't. He and he hates this. Like he hates dating services. Okay. Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because right, yeah, he thinks you you set up a line of qualities, mm-hmm. and oh, if I if the person matches all those qualities, I fall in love with yeah. them. Yeah. And it's a good. This is a good. I mean, his relationship to analysis is very conflictual. Conflict. That's yeah. a perfect word. Yeah. Uh, it's very conflictual, but. Uh, this is a case where he's totally psychoanalytic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he thinks it's the objet ah that you fall in love with. It's right. the thing that's in them more than them, mm-hmm. the thing that they can't, that they, that you don't. So maybe it's the, it, it's the fact that they have none of the qualities yeah. that you would choose yeah. that actually makes you fall in love with well, them. Well, I think that that's interesting. It's like sort of the, the, the difference between like cultures where there are like, like a long history of successful arranged marriages yeah. versus um, like Western culture, which um, believes that falling in love is a math equation. And, right. you know, a, a, and it's, it's interesting. Like, I think that um, it, I actually think in both cases, it's proof of the same point of the object yeah, yeah, because yeah. you, you know, if, if, um, if, if e-harmony or match or, you know, I mean, Tinder is, it doesn't claim to be like matching people up. Like you, you, you find the match and then you meet with someone. Yeah. So it is in some way, like the fact that that's the most popular, uh, dating service for, you know, young, younger people like that proves. Well, that I the, use it quite often. Yeah, so. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, I thought more grinder for you. Grinder. Yeah. Both. I do yeah. both. I always, uh, problem is I only swipe left. Oh, so I, I, I never, so cause I'm, I feel like it would be a violation of my politics. To yeah, swipe right. Exactly. So I've never had a date. Actually. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so the, um, yeah. So the, the idea there is that, um, like people, people are cho- like you're choosing to to meet. So like it's actually, I mean, I think like the popularity of those kinds of um, of apps where you are like, I mean, you're you're basing it on on looks first, and then you're gonna meet someone. Like it, it is um, a rejection of the 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 eHarmony uh, mathematical formula sort of thing Absolutely. that became. And also like I think I I don't I don't know who pointed this out, but like if it's sort of funny that in if um if you have to pay for the service and there's a yearly rate but the thing is is that you're going to fall in love with someone why are they asking you to sign up for a year you know like yeah. if you if if yeah. you if your formula if your algorithm is so yeah. perfect like then because it's not because it's not a math equation. Right. It needs to be sort right. of sold, exactly sold on that point. point. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. why love he thinks can be an event. Like mm-hmm. it can it can it's this thing that takes you over and so I do think mm-hmm. so I do think there is that universe. I think I think it is exceptional mm-hmm. among the four truth procedures, but yeah. I also think it can be finally reconciled. But mm-hmm. I think it's I, this is maybe we we're, we're going too far too down sure. this down this sure. path. But I feel like that's it is interesting that the that love is also the most affirmative mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. truth. You know, if we're talking about the difference between rupture and event mm-hmm. as the difference between something that's a kind of neg- a negation that yeah. then keeps negating. Gotcha. Whereas versus a thing that gives us something that then keeps 
giving until it can no longer to give no anymore. Longer give. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I really, I, I actually think this is true. I wonder what you think about this, about yeah. the, I, I think in art too, mm-hmm. I think the great work of art, it's not like a cultural accumulation. Whenever anybody talk about cultural capital mm. and art, yeah. I always think, well, they just don't have any understanding of what art does because yeah. art doesn't give you something. Mm-hmm. It takes away from yeah. you. Yeah. Like it's constant. It's a constant wounding. Like if it's, a, I mean, I, I mean, there's crappy art that doesn't sure. maybe do that, but like a genuine work of art, it's a, it's a, it's a subtraction. It's not an addition. So you don't, you're not accumulating mm. cultural capital. I think that's right. I think the, I think what's an interesting edge to to this is that I would maybe put art, I mean, as um, Baju does, I would maybe put art more on the side of, okay, I think art has the capacity to be either an event or a rupture. And I think that it is more likely on the side of event because I think when something becomes canonical it loses the radical um flavor or the radical moment or or even just that 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 valence that it had when it was first introduced guernica for example picasso you brought up earlier i mean like something like you you know something like like a a book like a, a Oh, I don't know, like like on the road or like like some like beat poetry, like Ginsburg or whatever. Like I mean, these things that were considered like radical, these people were considered radical dissidents. They're not really radical dissidents if they're being taught to board high school students at okay, night in the morning. Me, you know, and I think that like I think becoming part of like I think becoming part of like the hierarchy, becoming part of like that kind of canon. Yeah. I think that like you can actually see the moment, like or so you can see the movement of something when becoming the saturated. event becomes situational. Yes, exactly. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah. Just a counter. Go okay. ahead, please. Okay, yeah. yeah. What about Citizen King? So like yeah, okay. I teach Citizen King every year. Sure. And every year, a student and I, I like I, I, I broadcast its canonicity. Sure, right? sure. I'm like, it's the greatest. It's yeah. the greatest. If you don't like it, you're if something's wrong with you, <laughs> okay. not with it. Yeah. Uh, and every year, I have students go, "Oh my God, I'll just never see things again the same way after mm-hmm. I saw that." Yeah. So I feel like that. I feel like th- I agree. Of course, I agree about on the road because I think it's kind of crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think beat poetry, eh. I mean, yeah. it was a lot of people went to Ivy League schools. I mean, like that that part gets left out when we're talking about them being like yeah, radicals yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so you know, yeah. I mean, uh, like beloved, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beloved has become pretty canonical, right? Sure, 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 sure. Has it has it lost its ability to kind of take something out of you when you read it? I don't mm. know that it has. No, but I. So I guess what, what I would I, I I agree. I um. But I no look. I, yeah. In the end, I agree with your point that. Art fits better into the idea of an event that gives us something yeah. than a rupture that takes away. I think it has to do with the um, with the epic. Like I think that may, maybe is is the is the thing, right? If we are if you are still in that epic, then the art is can is still rupturous. Yeah. Um. When you leave it, and there, and, and times are different, uh, I think then it it just it gets it it becomes part of uh, it becomes part of hierarchy. It becomes part of culture, capital C, and and not. And, and then it, it becomes know. cultural capital. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That you can accumulate. Although I still think it contains the possibility of the op of the of the negative sure power that like mm-hmm. you know like you mentioned you alluded obliquely to the first line of Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. earlier. Like I would. I would contend that that novel still has the ability to, to really damage our way of yeah, thinking about, yeah. about, you know, sexual relations mm-hmm. and, and, and wealth and, and psyche. even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like the, because you can, 
totally uh, like a paint a painting like to tell I think to like to tell students like like uh to to tell students that um a lot of people say modernity began with um Rite of Spring and that there were riots in the opera house it's like why right you know right. It's, it, it just it is nonsense yeah. but it, it but you play that music for you play Stravinsky, you play that for students, and the, no one likes that. Right. Like it is, it is challenging. It is an affront. It is, it's, it is a wound. So like, so maybe this is what it is that the, the, the arc it still maintains that uh, effect. It can still, it still has that power because that is like inextricable from it. But the wider cultural impact has just been has been dispersed. Right. So that like, so you, canonicity is an attempt to disperse the impact of the wound. Culturally, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. but it can maintain it on that sort of like on indiv- individual because level. on the individual level it doesn't affect the larger structure. I see. So that's sort of interesting. Yeah. Like a, again, like a, a a movement against universality, like like to, to make something like well, so we can all appreciate it individually takes away the 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 universal power from it, not not the 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 individual impact, but it is. You know, you want to jump in. No, I yeah, just, I yeah. find fascinating what you're yeah. saying. And in my, I, I wonder if you would say this, yeah. that canonicity in the guise of ca- calling out universals and yeah. establishing universals is actually particularizing <laughs> yes. Yes. the great work of art. Yeah, I think that's, pro- yeah, I think yeah. I would agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. No, I like that quite a bit. I like well, that quite a bit. So, so yeah, so I think that the other, I think another and I, I maybe we should move on to to Zizek sure. and his his notion of rupture, which I think so his his term would be act versus mm-hmm. Badu's term event, and he gets it's more Lacanian, right? It's more Lacanian, although you know, so act comes from um, seminar fifteen, which is lact psique analytique, which is not trans. It's not even Malaire hasn't even put out a French seminar for oh, it, so, and it's not translated either, except mm-hmm. in the pirated sure. editions, which should probably not. It's probably better just to not read it than to read the pirate. I mean, that's unfair, probably. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I, I would just say that 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 Zizek's sense of act is mm-hmm. is, a, is certainly has resonances with Lacanian act. Mm-hmm. But Lacan, as we've talked about before, was not a political mm-hmm. thinker. Certainly, wasn't a left wing political thinker. Yeah, right. And so for him, the psychoanalytic act is not is not. Uh, politicized in the way that it is for Slavoj, I think. Mm, so that's okay. one, I think, one key difference. But there is the other, the, the way that, the reason why I think he, although he wrote a book called Event. Yes, he did. So there yeah. is, which was maybe just, I mean, it was with Penguin, I think probably just somebody gave him a lot of money <laughs> to make him. I mean, I don't want to be unfair to him, but <laughs> but he just, I think he just thought, I don't know that he's that invested in the idea of Event, mm-hmm. but act, I wonder why he didn't call it Act, actually. Mm. Maybe, well, maybe because like it, well, well, I mean, I think Baju has made um, event uh, a a topic. I guess you know, but and and like in so Slavoj talks about he Slavoj calls it act. Then it's he's just writing about act. Can he, we just say he, a, like a truth, which is also a heresy, right here? That yeah. it's Slavoj who made Badu into Badu, right? Like, <laughs> we talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, on okay. the podcast. No, no, no. It's worth bringing it up again. Okay, I just think it's fascinating that yeah. he. Oh, we did talk about. We talked about where to start. And yeah, where, and where yeah, to start. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but now I think. Badu certainly doesn't think that that's true. Right, right. Uh, and and I think that that 
I'm not sure what the wider world thinks, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not part of the wider world. <laughs> but I do I do, I do think maybe you're right that he felt like event had become such a popular thing. So he wants to talk about it. He doesn't. I mean, I, he wants to give his take. Yeah, on it. he does. I mean, this is like sort of. I think this is his his thing. This is why he he writes so rapidly is that he wants to be talking about the milieu. You know, what and everybody the, else yeah, is talking. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to be talking about. He doesn't want to be having a. a um, Conversation with himself. Yeah, private language. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of thing. No, that's to his credit, I think. And, yeah. But that said, I wish that book had been called the act rather than the, yeah. than the event. I mean, the book is fine, I think, but mm-hmm. but I I do feel like it's sort of on Badu's turf because mm. act, like if we could run down the difference between act and event, I don't mm-hmm. think you would say someone's faithful to the act, would you? I don't think so. No, no, I because like his, well, who's who are the examples for the act? It would be. Antigone, obviously, yeah, Antigone. the obvious one. Setha, I think we talked about, just talked about Beloved. So Setha mm-hmm. and Beloved, who kills her own child right, right. rather than see the child sent back to slavery. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden, yeah. Well, yeah, the, and I, I think, I mean, and this is something that Slavoj talks about a lot, too, is that the, um, the act, so a lot of, I think this is changing, interestingly, uh, in, in American uh American television, but I he generally talks about he gives his example of V for Vendetta yeah. is something that ends with the act, like yeah. the the storming of um, I don't know I, I think it's and then he said a hundred times I would sell no, my, my mother, mother into slavery to find out the sequel the sequel <laughs> right because his point is that like there's. Uh, there is not a cinema of the day after, yeah. and Fight Club is a pretty good example. It ends with the the credit card building coming yeah, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. and then there is no day after. It's just, it ends with the act. Tyler Durden was a Fight Club reference by me, by the way, which yeah. I didn't say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think in shows like um, shows like Westworld and uh, Mr. Robot, they are about the day after. They are about the day after. Yeah, the leftovers as well. Um, or three examples I can think of yeah. off the top of my head. And that, and it's hard to do TV about the day after. Um, Mr. Robot season two is like is very up and down. I think it. it uh, I, I wouldn't say I liked the second season, but it. Um, the third season retroactively like makes it a lot better. Like it really nails down yeah. what the show is trying to do with the day after. But either way, um, I think that the movement, the the movement from act to event is to look at consequences. And I think like maybe the the act is too, um, it's too non consequential, too momentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's that's an interesting way to think about it because I think, uh, you know. For Kant, the moral act. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how how influenced that influential Kant is on Slavoj's conception of the act. I think I don't know what he would say, but that the moral act cannot be consequentialist. Okay. You know, it has to be done for the moral law and never for any calculation. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. the famous example is if the if the a murderer comes to your door and says, "This is his response to Benjamin Constant." Uh, the, if a if a murderer comes to your door and says, "There's somebody I want to murder. Are they in your house?" Mm-hmm. You have to. You cannot lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then people after the after World War II said, "Well, if you're high, if the Nazis come to your door, mm-hmm. what do you do?" It's interesting because right. Fichte, in his system of ethics, mm-hmm. he was a Kantian at the time, maybe forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he had an interesting response. He goes, "You're still responsible to save the person. You're." You yeah, just can't lie. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. So you have to try to like kick the murderer's ass yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. That's or, like, or, or, you know, do whatever you can. You just can't lie. It's an interesting third option. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And Kant was a kind of timid guy. So I think Fichte was more of a, more of a hard ass. So that's pretty funny. So he thought, <laughs> so I think Kant thought either you tell the truth and they're dead or mm-hmm. you, and, and Fichte said, your life is less important 
mm-hmm. than the moral law. So, so, the, so lie and then put your life in the. I mean, don't lie, sorry, and then yeah. put your life in the in the way of the murderer trying to kill. Anyway, That's so I think, yeah. but it's it's radically anti consequentialist, mm-hmm. and I think the act. I think your point is right about yeah. the act. Whereas I think the event is a rupture that has consequences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. clearly in mind, mm-hmm. right? Whereas act is a rupture that just that doesn't really worry. And I think that's why, do you think that's why people mm. are critical about Slavoj politically? Like that, that he's conceived of a politics, which is all this negative act. Mm. And he never, even though for all this talk of the day after. Sure, sure. He doesn't. He never he really that. concretely formulates what he wants. Whereas I think Badu is pretty clear. He just wants a communist yeah, society. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. I think that that's probably true. And it, and, I, I, I can see the—I understand the, the resistance on, on Slavoj's part because if, um, if, the point, if, if, like, if the point of what you're, you're, you're writing about is like I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm writing to uh, articulate a kind of subjectivity that would bring about uh, a day after and I'm not responsible for—you uh, know, this actually reminds me of Sports Talk Radio in Boston for years— Michael Felger wanted the coach of the Boston Bruins to be um, to be fired, and people would call up and be like, "Well, who do you want to replace him with?" And his response it was brilliant: "Was like, not my job. My <laughs> my job is to be on talk radio and to talk about the problems with this coach. Um, that's up to the Bruins and to who they identify." And I think that that's I, and that would be Slavoj's answer. I think that's Slavoj's answer, yeah. and and you can you can see you can see the point of that. You can see like where you can understand that. You can also see how this is a very dissatisfying answer. It's dissatisfying, but yeah. it is materialist like yeah, he yeah. he loves to talk about hegel's say you know this the the owl of minerva takes flight only at the falling of dusk like yeah. the, the the theory's task is yeah. just to analyze what's yeah. there like it can't it can't pre- and, and so marx's mistake ironically is that he wasn't materialist like That's he had a plan for the future yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and, and and the whole point is theory i think this like, for slavoj the whole point is mm-hmm. theory can't lay out the plan for the future because it can only analyze mm-hmm. what is not what is working in- now or what is working now. Interesting. Yeah. I think, and again, I think that's an act event yeah, ev- distinction. Uh, yeah. I think now that, now that we're talking about it, I think I, I think I don't, I don't think I believe that. You don't believe it. No, yeah. I don't think so. I think, I mean, it could be, um, I mean, that could just be, that could be my, my belief in, in theory, not specifically what, what we're doing, but just, I'm, I'm going to take a line from you. I'm very, very convinced. Um, I, I mean, I think uh, everybody should be that like a theory is already act and that if you are, you know, if you cultivate theory in people, then you are affecting act, acts, yes. yeah. uh, plural. But, but this I do think is, is, is interesting. Um, where I thought you were going to go, cause you talked about Slavoj, like the problem. I, I wonder if it is, uh, and we've kind of talked about this on the show before that I think that where, um, where politics, like where, um, political acts are, uh, criticized is when it's like it, the act can be construed as singular, right. as momentary, as personal, as particular, as just that one thing. So I think Colin Kaepernick's a pretty available example. This guy's just doing this thing all the time for attention, for attention. Right. That's, yeah, that's blah, the, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Um, he destroyed his life for attention. For attention, <laughs> Clearly. Right. That's what he wanted. Yeah. 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 yeah but what's he making from the Nike? Guy? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just yeah. A kind of nonsense. Yeah. But, um, 
so I think that the the failure of the failure of the of the left of the popular left is that too much investment in the the particular like in the one in 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 the one off in like the like in in like the spur of the moment like in the act rather than I would maybe say rather than the the event or rather than like the uh, more of forward seeing project. Yeah, interesting. So you think we're suffering from too many acts, not enough events? Yeah, yeah. I think oh, maybe. Fascinating. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I think I've referred to the thing before as like like whack a mole politics. Yeah. I think a lot of the time there is just that's funny because Slava is completely against as as against that as you are. Completely, completely. But you're are you claiming that the his emphasis on act is conducive to that? Mm, no, I think he's. I don't know. I haven't worked out how he's inside this matrix. I think this is okay. more. But I think that. Um, yeah, I can see it being possible because if if what um, if he if if he I mean and and I'd have to like think more about his more recent work. I, I like his more recent like like more popular political yeah. like work and I, and I do think that. Um, like I don't know, maybe something like the like against the double blackmail yeah. is maybe too presentist i mean like you can see in it like the point is that like there is a there is an issue with with immigration and like people who are emigrating like yeah. like there's issue and the issue is capital right. like so we should refuse that like we you know yeah that that's the whole gambit of the book so th- that is the that's that's sort of the the critique but i i think that um you know, bad do stop talking to him because of the because of that book. Well, the whole refugee thing. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that he's. So that's what I mean. Is I think that if I think that the more he he gets attracted to the the thing that is happening in the moment, and he writes on that thing, and and the point for him is always the larger structure, like how something works in for capital or whatever. But you think he but can be read. the way it comes off, yeah, yes, the way it comes off is the act. And like, and like, oh, he's just like, he's just railing against immigrants and he's railing against, you know, transgender yeah. people when yeah. he's talking about when... Like I, I, and I think that this the Jameson thing that I like, yeah. authors are complicit in their misunderstandings of their own work. Like I think that he wants to write about the thing because it's interesting to him and it's new. And yeah. that's the thing that he's – because he writes all the time. And then there's just a little bit less attention paid to that larger structure, yeah. which is for him actually the point. That is the point. Yeah. But a couple things about that. I think yeah. on the one hand, I think he doesn't mind being misunderstood because yeah, his wager is better to be – hated and controversial and and people paying attention to you mm-hmm. than being non-controversial and writing a thing that like a hundred people read yeah no. i mean i think it's like i mean i think it's the the, the like that's the logic of twitter though and i think that the, i don't think that's i'm not sure i agree with it right, i'm just okay. telling yeah, you yeah, what yeah, i yeah, think yeah, his yeah. logic is and Agre- i think sure, it's akin sure. to the logic of the joke right like okay. he, that's why he tells so many jokes yeah. because he thinks the joke is a way he I, he's either said this public or to me that that it's the joke is like the these these medieval priests that would go that would go into bars mm-hmm. because that's where the sinners were yeah you know you know and so like the joke is a way to go where people are and then yeah. to, and I think the outrageous seemingly outrageous mm-hmm. statement is too I was just just heard him speaking a few days ago and and he said something that people found outrageous but mm-hmm. then when someone asked a follow up question 
And he explained exactly. Then the person was completely mollified by it. Yeah, 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 they were completely satisfied. So, and I think that would be true mm-hmm. almost a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. If if I think yeah. if he if they were if he was allowed the kind of latitude to fully explain his position, like his position on trans, I think is actually relatively non-controversial. Yeah. And in fact, he thinks trans is like the universalist position. Yeah. So just to put that out there to anyone who doesn't know, like he wrote a. Um, it's not it's not clearly written it's not very clear in its point but his point about um transgender people is that like they are they explode the idea that like that um men are just men and women are just women and like so the that is like the proof of the idea that um there there is like this um uh what we would call like the 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 in- incompleteness in the the single like part of the We're, binary like on, on on either side right right so trans is subjectivity in some sense for him okay. yeah yeah exactly but, but yeah. so so anyway so I think which like what a compliment yeah, like for some for 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 a theorist of, of subjectivity yeah right, for sure right, right for him right for him for that's him. a that's a that's that would be the, the ultimate compliment right well right he's saying it's a it's paradigmatic right yeah. so mm-hmm. so okay so. I, but and I think in a certain sense that's all part of him trying to foment the act. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's all part of that. But I want to come back to the thing that you said earlier that you were kind of suspicious of this idea that theory can't theory just paints its gray on gray. Yeah, yeah. It always comes too late to actually mm-hmm. intervene. And I think the problem is that I, I've even said this. I think in print so i i'm i'm <laughs> i'm attacking myself okay. but but uh but i think that the problem with that and i think it's the problem with hegel too is that it it un, it, it undersells the role that fantasy plays mm-hmm. even in theoretical articulations i think this is what you were getting to right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i don't think you can actually avoid like we're kind of in in Phantasmatically in the future mm-hmm. when we're writing in the present. So even okay. when you just write the purest analysis of the present situation, mm-hmm. it's already there's a there's a, a tacit anticipation of what the future situation you think should be mm-hmm. based on your analysis of the present. Yeah, I think that's true. And I I, I mean we're pr- probably very far afield of of, of rupture, or maybe not. No, but I don't think so. um, I think that this is the problem with uh Baudrillard, Leotard, um other um like uh, Derrida, other other structuralist writers and I'll even say um other um politicians in in the contemporary era which is mm. that like to like so the sort of like Baudrillard like like being like scandalized by um, media representations or, or or whatever which is like this idea of a loss of original vision for whatever the world is mm-hmm. does he ever describe what that original is well no because it probably doesn't exist you know like that's like the, the whole but that's what his whole system is premised on is that we just have copies and there's no original anymore right. and in and you know in our in late stage capitalism is very easy to make that kind of argument and right. people accept it and people like it a lot, but it doesn't deal with the fact that, you know, there is no original, but anyway, that sort of thinking that leads to this idea that there is no truth. And I mean, you can see that in something Baudrillard wrote, like, you know, the Gulf War. Gulf War did not exist. Did yeah. Not yeah. Take did, place. Did, did not take, take place. place. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
which is what he's you know the argument there which is like which is fine enough taken on the fa- on its face is that because it was a televised war it was yeah. made for TV and it was more like not just a media spectacle but basically a movie so the uh, it, it as an actual war that did not happen and I think it's a fine point. However, like, what do you have Kellyanne Conway and, P- and Trump administration arguing about? Like that, you know, uh, the, that there are alternative facts that there that they're, we're just going to make up that two clear different pictures of crowd sizes. They could one could be they could be the same, and one the smaller one could even be bigger. Like who knows, you know? And that so to tie it back to your point, y- you can. Only be Baudrillard and make this argument that basically, like, we don't have truth anymore if you are living with the expectation that in the future, some truths will just be there. Like, you're just accepting that people will just think that, oh, well, don't just, like, um, kill immigrants for no reason. Don't just lock people up. Don't, like, um, vilify uh, trans people for being trans. Don't, like, anyone who who has historically made an argument, like, about, like, they're, you know, they're not being truth or, you know, like, uh, the the meta-narratives don't, you know, we're done with meta-narratives, which is the biggest meta-narrative that there could possibly be. Right. you're saying that and you are still expecting there to be some narratives that uh, exist in perpetuity in the future, like the government of the of the supposed most democratic country in the West will not become a like white supremacist nationalist government. Right. You're just expecting that won't happen. So those kinds of so I think that. So I think that theory doing that, I, th- I think, is. I think is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's an interesting analysis of hysteria, which you just yeah. gave. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because what you're saying is that those analyses, those interpretations rely covertly on the structure of yes. this kind of uh, a certain idea of truth remaining in place, in place and it, forever. And, and, and if it's yeah. not kept in place, then their whole refutation of it then ceases to be right. meaningful at all. So right. that's, that's hysteria, right? Yeah. Like you need, you you need the master you're criticizing. Yeah. To, so and I think that's a really good point about that. And I think let's just tie back to rupture sure, again. Uh, I yeah. mean I think those theorists were theorists of the avoidance of rupture. Yeah. Because I think there's a clear opposition between hysteria and rupture. Like this mm-hmm. hysterical complaint about like complaints about the situation that are designed mm-hmm. to keep that require mm-hmm. the, situ- the 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 ruling situation to stay in place mm-hmm. for the enjoyment of the complaint to keep yeah. functioning. Yeah, yeah, right. Versus a kind of an act or event, like mm-hmm. either one or some kind of rupture mm-hmm. that then fundamentally alters that situation so that there's no the 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 ruling the ruling order that's in place ceases to even be there mm-hmm. and that's fine because yeah. that's what the anyway so that's yeah it's it's like it's, it's it's interesting to me like like the the only like the only way that you can um question uh i would say like like the only way that you could be on the on the the left politically and have criticized uh, Obama is if you th- like very very harshly is if you thought some version of like you know what is popularly referred to as like neoliberal democracy is just going to exist forever in the future. That's really the only way you could be like like uh, like a harsh critic. I think um, in it, like is just you thought that the terms were going to stay the same, and you know you could probably 
I think what people were doing was they 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 argued they wanted better. They didn't want the they they didn't want the ACA. They wanted Medicare for all, right? You know, but and that's what Democrats are doing now. But they're doing it now because the Republicans want to make everything much worse. Mm -hmm. And you know, and and the, so they could only arrive here through. Um, I mean, like one reading of it is simply like through the failure of like neoliberal policy. But I also think it's the failure to imagine um, exactly how, like, like it's sorry, not the failure to imagine, but the uh, how easy it is to lapse into the idea that the situation that is current is going to be the situation right, forever right, and right. that the coordinates will never change radically for uh, the better or for the worse. Right. And so we should just kind of like tinker with the status quo. Right. And, and, uh, and this idea of rupture and the idea of event and act, which are, we are saying are ruptures, seems to me to be a rejection exactly yes. of that, of that yeah. idea. And there, that. Yeah, so that would need to be so that would, would need to be, I mean, that's why, that's why like the better, the, I, I mean, like the best uh, criticism of the, 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 the left bef before now, I mean, I think continues to be, it comes from like theoretically inclined thinkers who are like, I mean, I think it's uh, Fabio Vigi and on Zizek's dialectics writes that like, it's a great book. It's man. a great book. Like, um, that the, which I, I think unfortunately, because it seems like it's a commentary on Zizek gets not, it's less credit less that read. it should get. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it's fab. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's great. It articulates its own yeah. argument. Yeah, it has entirely. its own thing entirely. Yeah. And and Vihi like shows very clearly that um, the left for decades allowed the right to just limit what the scope of its politics could be, yeah. and that's how it ended up at like you know particularly in the United States with a very very narrow band of like as we talk about secularly moralistic kinds of. Uh, doing things conservatively basically yeah right that's yeah. like a tease for our future episode future. on the moralization of politics yeah, that's yeah. right that's right <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. so it is the, yeah so it is the rejection of of yeah the rejection of rupture and the yeah the rejection of, of rupture and i so i mean i don't know if we can move on and talk so so we've got event and act and mm -hmm. then let's just flush out maybe the idea of rupture and what sure. that can what that can mean more and so paul mm -hmm. eisenstein and i wrote a book on oh yeah on rupture and and maybe i'll we'll just talk a little bit about Please. that and uh, yeah so the idea is that and i think i wonder how you would think about this in terms of in relation to act and event that mm -hmm. our idea was that rupture is is the discovery of value and that mm -hmm. value re resides in the rupture like Values like freedom, equality, mm -hmm. solidarity, even value like singular, like uh, singularity, not solidarity, and mm -hmm. or, or something like universality. That without a rupture, those values don't exist. And 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 this ties to this like does the event wear out mm -hmm. and the rupture maybe doesn't. Mm -hmm. That those 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 values once they're discovered, they can be sustained mm -hmm. as long as you sustain contact with the rupture that mm -hmm. inaugurates them. But I also think hmm. the rupture doesn't invent the value right okay. but and i think this is i wonder what you think about this yeah, okay. but discovers it mm, that there's some way in which freedom is ontological but then sort of waiting to be discovered mm. equality is on so these things are like pre-conscious uh, <laughs> interesting that you would say that word um yeah. <laughs> i don't know that i would say that yeah. i would say uh, maybe I have to say that because I, I think with that I think that that argument framed that way I think has to I think yeah. it has to so that now you're that's painted you to your objection to it <laughs> <laughs> because it needs to be uncut well, yeah I mean that's what you want to say yeah, that right? would, I think that would be yeah yeah, yeah. I think that but uh, but maybe that's maybe that's wrong maybe it's better 
maybe the argument is better the way that you're framing it, which is, I mean, actually, I do think this is true. I'll give a, um, a sideways example. Okay. Um, in the class that I'm teaching on horror film, um, we're reading a lot of stuff about uh, genre and genre criticism. And one of the things that comes up is, um, you know, like some people are like, oh, there are just so many different kinds of horror. We, we can't we can't give a single definition. It used to it used to be in the 30s and 40s um, and then even later into the 50s and 60s, looking back onto the 30s and 40s, that a horror film was a film that had a monster in it. Yeah. So ubiquitous was that a, even the first horror film, which is uh, the, the Golem in uh, 1915 in uh, in Germany is like it, it's a, about a, a Jewish myth about a golem yeah. could come to a clay man come to life or whatever there's a monster at the front of it in the first one yeah. and that continues you know very famous I thought life. Tolkien invented golem but no, no, well yeah but it's interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah. so um Anyway, so people, like, currently they say, like, you know, people, audiences have different expectations. They, you know, that we can't really, we can't really say, like, the, the genre is so big, we can only, we can really only make limited claim, like, universal claims about it. Uh, Carol Clover makes a really interesting point. Uh, in Men, in, Women, and Chainsaws. In Chainsaws, yeah. that her definition of horror comes from video rental store classifications. <laughs> because no matter where she goes, they just, they seem to have that like the horror is this and like yeah. everybody pretty much agrees on it yeah. and we don't have that anymore we have like uh, Netflix we have Netflix and their classifications yeah. and which can be a little wonky but yeah. this is the point that I still think is great about what Clover's point is is that I think everybody has a walking around working definition of what horror is yeah. whether they are aware of it or not yeah. and that's just one of the points that I've been making the in the class to sort of combat the notion that we can only make very very small and so your about claim would be you know, like values are the same way. Yes. Like political values yeah. exist. Freedom, like what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's true. And this is the only reason I would resist this pre-conscious idea. Of course. Is <laughs> because I have to resist it. Yeah. But mm -hmm. Because I think it, I think it was, I don't know though, maybe it's right because I was just thinking like, let me just pick an example that sure, we use of, of the invention or not the invention, the discovery of a, of a, I, by, by the way, I think the difference between discovery and invention would be, for me, the difference between rupture and event. Interesting. Right? That's really so interesting. So I think invent is invention, rupture is discovery. So yeah, I think okay. that's, a, that's how I would distinguish. But I think the, my example would be Kant and freedom. Okay. So people had ideas of freedom before Kant, mm -hmm. right? Maybe mm -hmm. even Spartacus had an idea of freedom. Mm -hmm. We don't. His collected writings didn't <laughs> make it down to us. Um, but, but there... But, Kant was the first in critique of practical reason. And this mm -hmm. is the, so there's this big leap. Henry Allison has made this point as a Kant scholar between the groundwork of the metaphysic of morals, which is the first time he articulates the categorical imperative mm -hmm. to the second critique, the critique of practical reason in which in the second critique, he says, we don't just assume that we're, we don't just posit mm -hmm. that we're free. Mm -hmm. Instead, we know it. And his, mm -hmm. his proof is you, you can because mm -hmm. you must. Yeah. Okay. That is that the, because the very existence of a law, a moral mm -hmm. law that we give to ourselves, mm -hmm. means that we're free because other beings, like they don't have, they they never go through the process of giving themselves a law, so mm -hmm. they just do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And and in the act of giving ourselves a law, that that itself, that act of giving the law, mm -hmm. is the break, and it's in that break that freedom exists. That's very interesting. So yeah. so, I I just no one before Kant mm -hmm. made freedom available mm -hmm. in that way right and so yeah. so i think the point then would be that some uh misty notion of that m 
for that to be apprehendable and explicable to people after he said it, 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 it had to be preconscious. It, yeah, it had to be preconscious. Yeah. I think that I think that would be the argument. And and I and I think that as opposed to what would be like a banal example of preconscious, like you know, I always use the example of Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Like if I said to you, "Who's the third president of the United States?" You can say Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson, yeah, yeah. But Although uh, when I do that in class, students are like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Adams? John Adams? No, just John. Right? That was, yeah. a, that was yeah. a cheap shot. But, no, <laughs> no, but like that's just my, my go-to yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so that's a um, so that's a thing with like a known answer. But I but I, I do think that... I do think it's right. It's, I, I do think it's right to say that... Um, and maybe this this um, is the, like, one of the things that kind of blurs the line between like the preconscious and the unconscious, unconscious yeah. is, is that like, I think when someone articulates something that you have been trying to work out and like, and they do it in a, like they do it in a way that makes immediate sense to you. Like there is a feeling of it clicking yeah. and you go like, Oh, and like, like, like two or three other things like snap immediately yeah. into focus and you're, you're able to have it. And like, so that's what I think Kant's idea is, you yeah. know, and, and I think yeah. that, that, um, so it doesn't, it doesn't emerge from a, from a slip, but yeah. I do think that perhaps what you might say is that like, perhaps like, uh, you know, historically or like conditions that like Kant was, was, was living in to have come up with that idea. Like he, he was, um, a little bit because he was thinking, thinking about this project, yeah. he was in tune with like sort of like the gaps and the slips and like yeah. the way people sort of like like interact with the way that society is created or or, or 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 is arranged, and then it was through that that he's able to develop yeah. his idea, and then that snaps into focus for other people who are living under the same conditions, yeah. um, a thing that they had either been like you know foggily aware of or uh, whatever like distant, but either way like they're part of the same milieu, so yeah. they can see it. That yeah. was a great comment because it also just snapped into focus for me <laughs> my answer which is yeah i think the idea of freedom yes. is pre-conscious okay very good but freedom itself Fantastic. is unconscious Fantastic. right like we act when we're acting freely yeah just like when we're falling in love we don't consciously yeah. decide to fall in love and yes. when we're acting freely it's a bit like luther as you know, like here i stand i can do no other yeah. like and in fact i think we use that as an example in the book maybe not as for maybe for freedom mm -hmm. but that 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 there's that you're it's the point it's not the point at which you weigh too and i think yeah. this is what you yeah. know we've often talked about the liberal notion of freedom yeah it's not that you weigh two options and you say like oh i'm gonna buy the campbell's soup rather than the <laughs> yeah the yeah, generic the, kind i don't there's yeah, no yeah, campbell's yeah. so dominates the market i don't yeah, know the yeah. other kind. um or I'm not going to go to McDonald's or Burger King to come more in your territory. More in my territory. You're going to come where I live. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's not a real question. Yeah. But continue. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's all, it's clearly McDonald's. Yeah. Do you know the, the British, I love it. They call it Mackey's. I'm I like, did not know oh, that. I love it so much. No, no. It makes good. it more friendly. Mackey's. Anyway, continue. Anyway, I will. <laughs> um, so it's not a choice like that, yeah. right? Instead, it's, it's, this feel, it's, this, it's this feeling of being driven without mm -hmm. a choice, mm -hmm. but it's a thing that goes against mm -hmm. all... And I think this ties it back to Badu. It, it's the thing that violates the free act violates your situation, mm -hmm, right? It, it, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's always calling your situation, or at least it. If it doesn't, if it doesn't go against the situation, at least it 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 it, it brackets the situation. You know, mm -hmm. it brackets all those what Kant would call pathological motivations that you have for doing what you do. That's great. You know, I that's think, great. So I feel like that's, and I think I. And, but I think we lose touch with the mm -hmm. those values mm -hmm. when we lose touch with the 
the negativity of the rupture. And this is where I think yeah. rupture and event are very far apart. Mm-hmm. That I think, although Badu is always about fidelity, but mm-hmm. it's about, to me, rupture is this negativity. And like we were talking about psychoanalysis and the wound. Yeah. I think we have to see freedom, and I even think we have to see equality as a kind of wound yeah, yeah, that we have to stay absolutely. in touch with. Like yeah. it's like equality is damaging to us, mm-hmm. but it's precisely that damage that's essential at the same time. Absolutely, that's great, and that is that makes perfect sense. Like that is the kind of for me that is the kind of articulation, a theoretical articulation of a political project that does not simply. Uh, diagnose the present, but aims at a future that is not dependent on relations staying the same. Like to really think equality like that is to, to like alter fundamentally how, how everything is done. I agree, but don't you think, I wonder what you think about. I I think that's totally right. That, that to think equality as, something that is person is damaging to us as subjects and yet mm. essential to us yeah mm-hmm. but don't we already it's funny there's a way in which we already know kind of what the like how it's going to work out politically i don't think we know right sure but don't we know the basic political values yeah. i mean it's i find that kind of funny like it's yeah. not like we're searching around like what are the proper values to find no it's true it's about uh i mean this is sort of the murky thing about like it's about political will isn't it like like no like every like really no one is in doubt what the world would look like if we got rid of like fossil fuels and then and, you know and, and switched you know to to clean like we know what that would look like and we know that that would be better and yeah. you know for you know in a multitude of reasons and it's just like yeah I don't think so though maybe not today maybe not and like so like yeah so but I think it's I th- well this is this comes back so maybe to that's it. the point so is your point then that like it doesn't it we don't we're not requiring politics doesn't require imagining new things it requires like doing the things that we know kind of yeah, yeah. i kind yeah. of think that that yeah. like we know the values that we need to articulate and and fulfill are already known we teach them to children actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good yeah but we don't and i think i mean i do feel like those are discoveries of modernity i do think yeah. it's not like forever humans have always known yeah. that I do think, you know, these people that are critics of modernity, mm-hmm. and I'm as critical of capitalist modernity as anybody, sure. but, like, modernity is the epoch when we did discover the universality of freedom, mm-hmm. equality, and solidarity. So mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that's not nothing. Like, yeah. in fact, I almost tempted to say that's everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, back to Spartacus, like, Spartacus's revolt couldn't have been a universalist revolt revolt because there was no sense of the universe like slaves were just other yeah. kinds of beings mm-hmm. and so i think that the fact that we don't think that today is an immense step forward so i do i do kind of think what you said that we just need to like it's it, it's all i mean i'm going to sound like a technocrat like do it's it. just tinkering yeah but i don't believe that yeah. but i do think we know what the values are and maybe you're right that well i think it's the struggle against our the enjoyment that we get from not yeah. fulfilling that. And I, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, like, uh, is it, if, is it a fear of giving up the enjoyment that you have because for an enjoyment you don't know? Like, like, well, like, there, I mean, there, 
like enjoyment is a is a universal. Like you you can't like there will always there will always be enjoyment. It yeah. is it is it is it is a, a movable feast. Which is why yeah. the road is such a terrible novel. But just, <laughs> you know, like it imagines yeah, yeah, a future yeah, bereft of enjoyment. And my yeah. point would be, well, then everyone would kill themselves because enjoyment is the thing that mm. keeps you going the next day. Well, it's kind of clear that in that. I mean, to just to say one thing about that novel, like it's pretty clear that almost everybody else is enjoying in that novel. I guess except for right. the man, except for the guy. But then yeah. he would be I think the only the, when the, they find the food yeah, yeah of course yeah. I think the, the problem is that the person who's enjoying is Cormac whatever his yeah, name Cormac is McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. and he's enjoying our suffering and reading the novel yeah. which I, I find that a bit despicable <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry he's no. probably a great writer and I, I'm just not Properly, I haven't uh, read the great one, uh, the Blood, Blood Meridian. Meridian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great. So I shouldn't be allowed. To no, say no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I do, I, I do think that's a great point, Ryan. That it's our attachment to our enjoyment of today, yeah, and the fear that it'll be taken away, and mm-hmm. the failed recognition that there will always be some form of enjoyment. Yeah. Do you all? Do you think though that it's also a? This is what I would say, and this would be my wild speculative point: that sure. it's a failure to see that enjoyment resides in the rupture Ooh. not in the, the situation the situation yeah and i think we i think to, that's i'm glad you said that word yeah. but i feel like that's the real i almost intended to say that's the great political struggle yeah like the right wants to say mm. enjoyment is in the situation mm. and we got to keep our situation like it is yeah because it's threatened on all sides by <laughs> caravans coming up and yeah, by, right, by right. whoever uh, and the left to if it doesn't say this, it should say this. Yeah. <laughs> should say no, no, no. Our enjoyment lies in the rupture itself, mm. and so any, any like, of course, we'll have a situation that'll be stable, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's not where our enjoyment lies. Our mm-hmm. enjoyment is always this contact that we constantly have with the rupture. Mm. It is. It's. It's interesting. Like I think that the. Yeah, I mean, like this is the. I mean, is this not the? Um, maybe, maybe the. Um, uh, the divide between like like no know, knowing what we know and being able to do it is the it is the difference between I, I mean I, this is what I think I don't think it's the difference between theory and practice I think it is the um I, I think it is the project of theory to like clearly articulate like that which would cause like could, would, would, like or like Kant's notion of freedom right yeah. like like to to get to to put it uh, or, or or what uh, Kairos right the right word at the right time yeah. like you know that which yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. again like snaps into recognition yeah. uh, some terms or like a, like a whole raft of beliefs because the the thing is is that um, well that's a radically yeah. different con- I don't want to interrupt Could, you but no. that's a radically different concept of theory than. Slavoy's, I think, like yeah. you know, Hegel's painting the gray on gray, or yeah. Alvin Minerva takes flight only in the falling of dusk. That's a different. That's like much, but it's not a Marxist theory. Kind of dictates mm-hmm. the path. It's right. very. It's like you're threading the needle between those two ideas. I'm trying to, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously though, aren't yeah. you? Like, I, yeah, yeah. That this that theory kind of shows this. What do you? What do you? Can you just elaborate a little more? Like yeah. theory. Theory shows this possi- shows where the struggle must be fought. Maybe yeah. is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah, what I, yeah. What I mean is that, like, I think that, um, I think that 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 everybody is convinced, and I mean, and obviously to a degree, this is like completely true that it is uh, it is action, it is political action mm-hmm. that will ensure the great society of the future, or whatever. But I, I think it is actually political thought. 
and I think it is it is it is it is like it it is it is the it is the right it is the right words it is the like I mean this is one of the uh, you you find evidence of the opposite um, in like the Hillary Clinton campaign like the, they didn't know what to come up with a slogan for her and right. one of their slogans was it's her turn yeah. like awful like the, you really yeah. can't come and and so. Like whoever came up with that should be forced to be a dentist their whole life. I mean, <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so like, don't you like 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 make America great again? Like, it's yeah. not it's not smart. It's it, but it, it, it obviously plays to a base. But it is like in in its like in its doing. Yeah, it is it is perfect for what it is attempting to do. Well, it's a it's, slogan of enjoyment, it's, right? Yeah, and then yeah. like it's her turn. It's a. It, it's barely even a slogan of her enjoyment. No, no. It's, well, that's why, like, it has nothing. I mean, like, that that was the problem with the campaign. It's a calculus. That's the yeah, problem. It's yeah. on the level of, like, a... Of the mathematical uh, equations. Yeah, like, look, yeah. let's, we, we've been doing this for this long, and now we should try something else, yeah, like, in yeah. this technocratic yeah. way. So what theory needs to be is not just to, not to say, like, actually, either... America was never great, which, like, by some definition of what I hear a lot of people say that. Right. Or or to be like, oh, like, we need to ask. I mean, somebody asked Trump when he thought it was great. And it was and he said something about, like, the 1940s or 50s, which is a time after uh, the most socialist president the country ever had and an anti-war president in Eisenhower. You know, like, you know, so. It's also McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. So he liked that as well. But like, so but that's the whole point is that that's that's the bad answer is like actually the premise of your saying this it's like no you have to come up with the premise that undercuts and cuts and and and, and completely disallows that idea to even be politically actionable right that's right. that to me is the, is the task of theory yeah. to come up with that to, to that phrase those lines like like us i mean i think that that's what we're trying to do with this is to um and and i i try to do this all the time is like I want, I want my parents to know what it is that I'm doing all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, to put it in a very kind of base way. Yeah. And you know, they're smart people. Like you know, they went to college and, yeah. and everything. And so, like, I, I talk to them about what I do, and they understand it. Um, and I think that it's like that. I would like to be socialized. Not that I think that this podcast is going to be the center of some great social change or, or whatever. It'd be nice if it was. <laughs> That'd be pretty good to have a footnote in history like that. But. I think that the the task of theory writ large and the task of, um, you know, maybe I, to put it like elsewhere, the task of the humanities, I think, is to um, be able to articulate just this kind of thing. Because I don't know if you ever heard this before, but the difference between people have said this, that like the difference between uh, uh, the sciences and, and the humanities is that um, in the STEM fields, they um, they make. They, they, they make dinosaurs come to life and in the humanities we ask whether we should like, <laughs> yeah. and I think that, that I think in some ways that's kind of true but it's part of the problem with the way the humanities is thought about as this like negative thing that's right. like a, they're trying to it's trying to stop you from enjoying right and I think that what the humanities is and what like I think philosophy is and, and what what theory can do is uh, it can it can help you answer a question that is impossible to Google yeah and I think that that's what and and I think that um, that's what I think that this is, and I think that's what theory needs to do. And I think that it is better equipped to do than economists, even you know, left leaning economists who I like a lot, like Dean Baker. Like I like I think you know, um, it, it's better equipped to do that to give the like the the phrase the slogan, if you will, of the like of of the society and the like the um, the. the 
what is it like the desire that everyone has that they're not able to articulate that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like that, that's what I think. This how is. do you figure? So I, I, I like that. And I like how that figures in with rupture because yeah. that is the, like that, that phrase in some way articulates the rupture. Like yeah. it, it, it's a, like what you're saying is the task of theory mm-hmm. is to find a way to artic to, to articulate us, in back into the rupture. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what you're saying. Like yeah. n- to get to articulate us out of the situation. I mean, obviously it takes mm-hmm. political work mm-hmm. to make that a real reality, but, mm-hmm. but, but it takes all first an articulation mm-hmm. to move it back. So in that sense, you're an idealist, not a materialist, right? I, which yeah. I, I share that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's a, it's a nice reversal of, and, and Slavoj, I think has said this, and maybe Maladin Dolar said it first about a reversal of Marx's yes, thesis, thesis on thesis eleven. Yeah, yeah, that 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 philosopher. That, so the first thesis is, I mean, his version of it, thesis eleven, is philosophers will only interpret the world. The point, the point however, is, is to change, change it. it. And then and then Maladin, I think, says philosophers have only tried to change the world. The point, yeah. however, is to interpret, interpret it. it. Yeah. Because it is true, like from Plato on, yeah. like Plato's yeah. trying to set up his he goes to yeah. Sicily, blah yeah, blah blah. And, and, and I think for Maladin says Hegel's the first one mm-hmm. who said, I, I don't want to change the world. I just want to interpret it. But I do think you've, throughout, this, throughout our discussion, made a nice little advance on Hegel's total refusal of any praxis, mm-hmm. you know, like any mm-hmm. theoretical praxis. Right. Like you've said, no, we can, by identifying the, the, the point of, of, of rupture within this and the point of rupture as a site of enjoyment within the situation yeah that that is actually a, the, a practical theoretical task yeah 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 like i'll get absolutely and i'll give you yeah. know oh you know what this is gonna tie things nicely together is that um i want i mean it, obama probably would have been elected in 2008 no matter what but i mean don't don't you think that the that shepherd fairy poster with hope underneath yeah amazing. like like th- that nailed it, right? That's that's yeah. the, the, an art event, right? Yeah. You know, like, uh, um, and then it's also something for which the that 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 particular kind of hope has been exhausted. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know. So I, I, I even felt bad. I have one of those shirts I wore to the gym. I kind of felt bad wearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, no one thought it was ironic because you know, right? That, that's right, I think right, the, yeah. Right, right. But um, but that's the so, we're in Vermont, so no one was going to be uh, no one's critical. Of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but that, that, that's an, exa- I mean, that's an example of a piece of art doing that. And I mean, it's just like something that, that simple, you write the right word at the right time. And I think that, um, you know, you think that's a theoretical task. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that, um, to, because if you're, I mean, it, the first, the first move is to make sure that the, it is a theory of the universal because yeah. so that it is bringing together like as many fields as, as, as possible in like, 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 or, like modes of inquiry or, or, or articulating the signifier that cuts across all fields. Right? Well, well, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah because it, the, the, the first refusal is the idea, um, that, uh, things can only be known technocratically that right. people can only, you can, are you an expert on that thing you're saying? Well, you don't, you know, yeah. like, like, Oh, you're bleeding. You should get a bandaid. Are you a doctor? Yeah. Right, like yeah. you know, that's that's nonsense. Right, and yeah. it's often. Don't you think it's often true that the person who's not an expert sees things 
better than the pe- all the people who are. It's possible, well, can right? Spot, can spot the flaw. Yeah, like, yeah. like the, the people have, have ignored. Well, I mean, look, look, there's countless examples of this. Like, I mean, how often is it that a um, like a transcendent basketball player becomes a terrible coach? I mean, like Isaiah Thomas is a, like a perfect example. Yeah. Or and yeah. also a manager. I mean, like this this happens where like so being able to to do something and be an expert at doing it. What if it, someone made yeah. a, a whole kind of articulation of all the theoretical points just through sports? That seems like a good project seems for like someone. Somebody should do that. Someone should maybe do that sometime. <laughs> and how what would the audience for that book be? Like uh, two or three people. Two or three people. Yeah, uh, who but both they, love sports and love theory. But they'd get it. <laughs> they, would, they would get it. Um, yeah. So uh, I think um, to to put a to put a bow on this. Put a bow. That to think rupture and to to well to, to think rupture just to deal with that with that term specifically is to in a very basic way to think theory, to think theoretically, because to accept a notion of rupture is to accept the idea that we are not, um, you know, when one acquires... We're not prisoners of our situation. Yeah, we're not prisoners of our situation. And when one acquires theoretical knowledge, you're not adding on to something. You are doing something which should take away. Yeah. It should it should be a confrontation. Um, and I think that... Um, we were just on uh, Give and Take with uh, Scott Jones, and what I had w- wanted to say at the end of the podcast... He's a really good guy. Great guy. Yeah, it was great such guy. a good time on that yeah. podcast. Um, what I wanted to say that I, that I didn't... We were talking about like our podcast in general, is that yeah. I think... I think theory is a conference. Who has other, but I should just add one more thing. He has other much better guests than us. Uh, so, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but no, yeah. The th- theory, I, theory is a confrontation. Yeah. And it needs always to be understood that way. Like, like it should, if, if theory is the if theory is you're reading in a bathroom a ba- bathtub and like drinking Merlot or whatever like you're you're maybe not meeting it at the level that it needs to be met at like like I think theory should always be um you know it should always be bring us back to, to a wound yeah, yeah. To, to a to a kind of a primary cut and I I even think pursuing and expanding universalizing that notion of of theory like to put it in the context of academia philosophy and and courses in the humanities like just pursuing that definition alone i think would do amazing political work um even though it is not the that elusive uh phrase that that i'm you know thinking about and looking for but but that um, that is the that is the task of, of of thinking rupture, and that is I think the task of theory. That's the rupture. Over That's and out, Ryan. <laughs> <All right. laughs>